And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So friendly reminder, Joe Biden is not your president-elect. Just, <laughs> I know that people keep throwing that term around, mostly because they don't really know what it means. Uh, others, it's a little bit more nefarious, but at the same time, it's, it's not accurate. He's not the president-elect. He is the presumptive winner. And there is a huge difference, both in definition and legality. So Biden right now, not the president-elect, but he is the presumptive winner. And there are still recounts that have to happen. There are still states that are counting and will count for another three days. Um, and there are still some provisional ballots that are out in Pennsylvania. And people are like, because now it looks like Georgia might flip back to being red. And people are going, He's, he lost Pennsylvania. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. There's, again, some pretty compelling cases with the voter fraud issue, mostly about ballots arriving too late and those ballots that were not supposed to have been counted according to state law being counted. Uh, there's also issues with backdating, and people have come forward and, and alleged backdating has happened in several states. Um, those people are, by the way, they're talking to legal authorities. They're not just going out there on social media. We do have on social media some people, uh, in Michigan in particular, saying that they personally destroyed thousands of Trump ballots and didn't count them. I don't know if those people are telling the truth or just bloviating. I don't know, but they did make the claim on social media and it has to be investigated. As I've told you all along, going back to last week, Trump has legitimate grievances and he has legitimate cases. What we don't know, and it is, in, it is imperative that you understand this, what we don't know is if those grievances, if those mistakes, if the fraud, if the invalid ballots add up to state switching back to Trump and him winning. That's the thing that we don't know. It is possible for Trump to be right and still not have enough to flip a state in his favor. That is still a very real possibility. If Pennsylvania flips because of these provisional ballots that are still outstanding, which are well in, in well enough to flip the state back, or because of the legal cases going forward. If Pennsylvania flips, he just needs one more state. And right now it looks like Georgia's going back to red. So, you know, you never well, actually with Georgia, yeah. So Pennsylvania and Nevada he would he would need. So it is um it, it's again, I'm not telling you that Trump's gonna win this thing. I don't know that Trump's gonna win this thing. What I can tell you is it's not over. The election isn't finished. They haven't even stopped counting. They won't for three days. Then there's canvassing. Then there's recounts. Then there's lawsuits. And if those lawsuits prove to be fruitful for Donald Trump, there's a whole lot of people who are going to be really upset. And people are going to be asking questions as to why the election was called when it was called. Now, can I just, I want to point something out here when it comes to the, the media. Um, we're going to get into this, this great purge situation that is happening here in just a little bit. You have a remarkable amount of coordination that ended up happening with the election. Well, not the election, but the announcement over the weekend that somehow 
Biden had won the election when the counting hadn't stopped. I told the story earlier, and some of you saw my media post over the weekend. I'm out in the yard. I'm enjoying the beautiful weather. I'm finally catching up on some yard work before the cold comes. And um, my wife comes out and goes, is it over now? Is it like official? I was like, no, because I'd already told her. So now I'm getting annoyed. I already told, no, it's 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 not going to be over until at least the 12th. And then there's all the recounts and legal challenges after that. I can only say that so much before I start getting irritated with people asking me that question. And it's not just her. It's just that everybody asks me that question constantly, all day, every day. People who know me but don't listen, uh, constantly sending me text messages and all that stuff throughout the night and what's going on. So, yeah, I, I really, really hate repeating myself, even though I do it a lot on this show. But in my personal life, I despise it. So, I'm like, no, it's not over. It won't, it won't be over until at least the 12th, then you have the legal challenges and the recounts and everything else. So she's like, everybody says that it's over and that Biden won. I was like, he can't. It's not possible. It can't happen that way. It's not how the system works. Electoral college doesn't even meet until December. <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, if I, I take my gloves off. Got to go ahead and hop online and have to give a basic civics course to everybody. Joe Biden's not your president-elect. He's just not. He is the presumptive winner. He hasn't won the election. The election isn't certified. He is not, by definition, your president-elect. The GSA is correct in not turning over access to the transition team for some of these, these files and, and documents. They're correct in doing that because Joe Biden is not the winner yet. But isn't it interesting that when that announcement happened, it happened so fast, but it happened at a very interesting time. Do you know what time it happened at? It happened right before they had their voter fraud press conference, the Trump campaign did. Almost like it was coordinated right before they had their voter fraud press conference, which, by the way, had very compelling information about Nevada, (laughs) in case you missed it. Um so it sure it sure does sure does look like there's this weird coordinated effort because they all announced I mean lockstep at the same time everybody announced at the same time couldn't get anybody to announce anything at the same time for several days ahead of that but but over the weekend they got everybody to announce at exactly the same time just a few minutes before the vote fraud press conference comes out Of course, that was coordinated. A hundred percent, that was coordinated. All of the networks got together and said, we're going to take the wind out of his sails and we're going to do this. And that is exactly what they did. And the problem is that the average person doesn't really know that, right? The average person just sees, oh, hey, I got a notification that the, uh, the election is over, but the election isn't over. That's the problem. So they made the announcement, which is legally inaccurate and untrue, minutes before the Trump campaign presented to the American people their case for voter fraud in some states. The news media, who really hates being called fake news, coordinated a fake news election call on the weekend in order to subvert a press conference from the president of the United States' team. (laughs) and like you said it that's what's so funny about all of this is that 
what they said happened didn't. But everybody's, oh, it's finally over. Yay. No, no, it's it's not over. There's a ways to go. Uh, I'm actually kind of glad that 95.3 MNC uh, in the news break there just played uh, old Pete Buttigieg because uh, one of Pete Buttigieg's staffers is accused of starting the Great Purge on anybody who supported Republicans. We're going to talk about that. And, well, I mean, anybody who knows anything about actual fascism and actual totalitarianism knows that rabid leftists are the ones who own that ideology and they're just reinforcing that right now and then we're also going to talk about doctors who suddenly magically wish they hadn't voted for joe biden because they didn't know that he said something that he's been saying for months educated people doctors interesting got all that coming up news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. The Great Purge, if you're not sure what it is, it was a campaign of repression that the Soviets did in the 1930s. And this was large scale. Uh, what they did is they went after uh, wealthy people. They... Uh, They went after ethnic minorities. They purged the Communist Party of people that they thought might be problems for them. People are not lockstep. Uh, Government officials, the Red Army's leadership, they went after them. And widespread police surveillance, the surveillance state that you all know in the Soviet Union, basically occurred as a result of that. And as we've told you before, you know, a lot of the people who support this sort of... um, it's not regime change. It's, it's full change of, of the government. We've gone over the history of this, and I did earlier today at 2.30 uh, before the show. I did it on the uh, the live stream. So if you go and watch this live stream, on live TV slash Casey, the host, you should go back to the beginning of it because I spent a good 30, 40 minutes going over just some of the philosophy behind all of this. Um, they went ahead and they, they, you know, it was a purge is what it was. It was a purge. Anybody that they didn't agree with or they thought didn't agree with them, they attacked, murdered, persecuted, imprisoned, disappeared. That's what they did. Now, I want to flash forward to current times. We're launching the Trump Accountability Project to make sure anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine America is held responsible for what they did. So there's this website now, the Trump Accountability, trumpaccountability.net. And you've got a bunch of about the Trump Accountability Project. This is a blacklist project that is going to dox, it is going to harass, It is going to try and blacklist these people from being able to get certain jobs. All because they took a paycheck, air quote, they took a paycheck to support President Trump. This is what they do in Nazi Germany. This is what they do in 
Stalinist Russia. This is what they do there. This is not what they do in the United States. But they're doing it. Oh, and it was started, allegedly, by a Pete Buttigieg staffer. So I'm really glad we had Pete Buttigieg in that last news segment, just to remind everybody that he is out there and he's a part of the Biden transition team and his team is out there trying to create a giant blacklist of anybody who supported President Trump. So again, I would like to rewind to that segment in the show where I pointed out that you Republicans who voted against Trump who think that you did it on a moral ground, which you totally didn't do, you're lying to yourself. Um, You also voted for this. And you were warned that their ideology was aligned with this behavior. They showed you on the streets themselves that they believe in all of this. Now, some of you are going to go, well, Joe Biden doesn't. Joe Biden's not going to be in complete control, man. I don't know what people are thinking. He's not capable. Everybody, everybody on the left and the right, everybody who has been involved in politics at any level understands that he is going to have delegated positions out to people who are in that extreme wing of the party. Yes, and that includes Pete Buttigieg. I keep telling you, Yeah, okay, he comes off as a really nice guy. He is one of the most left-wing people I've ever encountered in politics. He is not a moderate, never has been a moderate. Not ever. If you think he's a moderate, you don't pay enough attention to him. So then you've got the post office, which is allegedly retaliating against a whistleblower who spoke out about potential voter fraud in Pennsylvania. His name is Richard Hopkins. He's a carrier in Erie, Pennsylvania. His supervisors and others above him were ordering carriers to backdate ballots that were received after Election Day, is what he's alleging anyway. Once Hopkins' bosses pieced together that he was the whistleblower, he was allegedly relieved of duty. So he tried to hide his identity, but they pieced it together. They think, oh yeah, that's him. And they fired him. You know how tough it is to fire a postal worker? (laughs) They fired him. They asked me the same questions you asked me yesterday about what I've seen and heard and were asking if I had any more information or whatnot, Hopkins said, while he was completing his route. The whistleblower made it clear that he did not see a supervisor actively backdating ballots, but they were postmarked November 3rd. So uh, he did not uh, not see his supervisor actively backdating ballots, so they were postmarked November 3rd. He heard them talking about the act of doing it. Now he's been... Now he's been fired. And again, you have any idea how hard it is to fire a postal worker? It's not an easy thing to do. It has to be an egregious offense. Now, hold on. I'm not done yet, okay? Your blacklist and your great purge, still going. Slate Magazine. Join Democrats and media growing calls for uh, recrimination against Trump supporters with an editorial demanding... This is Slate Magazine. This is the news media, which, by the way, totally not the enemy of the American people. Demanding that senior White House advisor Stephen Miller be imprisoned. 
This is the news media, a large outfit, totally not the enemy of the people, demanding that a government official be thrown in prison because they don't like his politics. But Stephen Miller's also a man, and like all men who commit crimes against humanity, there is no crime. He should be imprisoned by the society that he wounded, forever prevented from spreading his pestilence and fear. In a just world, this reckoning would happen right on January 21st. So again, we go back to you Republicans lying to yourselves and saying that you made a moral decision to not vote for Trump. You voted for this. And you have been told with mountains of evidence that this is who they are now. And you didn't want to listen. It's that old line. First they came for so-and-so, then they came for so-and-so, and then they came for me. And there's nobody left to protect me. So they're putting their blacklist together. They're doxing people. They're harassing people. They're physically assaulting people in the streets. Um, it's also been really interesting to watch some of the some of the Biden supporters out there. Been real interesting to watch this at the pro Biden celebrations on the street. Like this one woman who is a Biden supporter celebrating Biden's win, screaming at police officers, screaming at police officers, and this is all on video. Blue lives don't matter. Blue lives. Don't don't exist yelling it at a cop she voted for biden and if you voted for biden you support her there's a i mean there's a long laundry list of people who are doing the same thing blm torching white liberals right now going after them quote you're a bunch of bleeping fools that's right they played you they played you uh, BLM yelling to a journalist, F all of you effing journalists and all of you white liberals who have been celebrating and getting drunk off your bleepity wor words about Biden winning this election. You are a bunch of bleeping fools. Now, <laughs> you've also got the extreme left turning on the useful idiot Republicans, of which many of you in the audience are. Um, the Lincoln Project people, who are never Republicans, by the way, they're all they're all moderate Democrats, every single one of them. And people like Rick Wilson, they're going after all of them. They're attacking all of them. I, again, John McCain should have been the lesson learned. They don't like you. You're a useful idiot. Once they get what they want from you, they discard you, and then they destroy you. Just like they did in the Great Purge. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I, I find this funny <clears throat> um, because they, 
you know, Team Trump is just now building their case. Like, this is just starting with the uh, the legal cases. And they already have a fair amount of physical evidence. But it is interesting that when, when you look at the comments and what people want, and even the press, the press, like, you don't have a shred of evidence of, of voter fraud, do you? You realize what we did, we never had a shred of evidence of? Collusion. You realize what we never had a shred of evidence of? Uh, Trump insulting the military. What we never had a shred of evidence of? Trump's taxes. What we never had a shred of evidence of? Doing anything illegal with Ukraine leading to impeachment. The same people that are demanding that Team Trump have more evidence than they have now, and some of which they're not releasing completely to the public, but the same people that are demanding they have mountains of of incontrovertible evidence in order to prove their case are the same people for over four years have seen not a single shred of evidence on any of the conspiracies against Trump. And they believed every one of them and still believe many of them, even though they have been completely exonerated for lack of evidence and evidence that is exculpatory. Kind of interesting to watch this play out. It's almost like uh, the Ministry of Truth is real. And Insoc is real. It's kind of strange to see. Uh, did you see this? Uh, I know that a lot of you are, are turning on Fox News. And, and uh, Fox News, I think, is going to have some, some real interesting things happening in the next year or so. But did you see that Catherine Murdoch, who is the wife of the heir of Fox News, tweeted out, um, Trump is a dictator. We did it. After Fox News declared Biden the winner. Did you see that? (laughs) Right-wing dictators are just as bad as left-wing dictators. Not sure why people can't see that. Uh, and then after they announced, that was, uh, that was a tweet that she did back on November 5th. And then on November 7th, we did it right after they announced the, the, uh, the race for Biden, which for the record isn't, isn't legal. <laughs> it isn't concrete. Um, look, I, I, you know, the sons that took over the company are um, left wing and, you know, their dad wasn't. And they've taken over the company. And a lot of you have felt that you have seen a shift. Uh, I think they canceled um, Judge Janine, right? Um, I know they pulled her off. The rumor now is that she's been canceled. So I I don't know how accurate that is. But, you know, it's... And they have some really good... People are posting on the live stream. They have some really good talent over there. They really do. Uh, It'll just be interesting to see how things kind of unfold. And as long as they don't mess with the good talent that they have, you'll probably get a pretty good mix of both sides, which may benefit them. You know, it might. Uh, But there's no doubt what they did with Arizona wasn't wasn't correct. So people are upset about that. Understandably so. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Uh, if you have not read the election fraud lawsuit in Michigan, 
Cheryl Atkinson has posted it to her website. I'll put it in the daily show prep. So you can just go to the daily show prep today after the show and uh, click on today's prep and you will see the link in hour three, which will take you to, uh, to her post on the lawsuit. Really interesting to read what they say happened and they have affidavits swearing to that. So you know, the investigation again is, is still there. In the meantime, how utterly dense are you if you get got through that entire election and you did not know that Biden supported lockdowns? I mean, he repeatedly said that they would do them if, if they felt it was the right thing to do. And everybody should at this point in time already know that lockdowns don't work and they're bad. And universally now they have been cast aside as a viable option going forward. Even the WHO says that. Well, former Clinton advisor, Dr. Naomi Wolf, if I'd known that Biden was open to lockdowns, as he now states, which is something historically unprecedented in any pandemic and a terrifying practice, one that won't ever end because elites love it, I would never have voted for him. Gee, Dr. Naomi Wolf, doctor, who advised... Hillary Clinton, maybe you should have paid attention. Well, actually, no, excuse me, not Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton. She was with the Clinton-Gore ticket. You advised a presidential candidate at one point in time. You're a doctor. You're not paying attention to what this election is about. You didn't know that? In spite of Biden repeatedly saying it, Harris repeatedly saying it, and Pete Buttigieg and anybody else who is a surrogate for the campaign going out there and saying it, you didn't see any of that? How in the world can you get through the election and not know that Joe Biden was saying this? I suppose probably the same way that you get through the election thinking that Joe Biden didn't tell you he was going to ban fracking. <laughs> All right, um, look, it's going to be a long few weeks. It just is, all right? But the election, again, technically isn't over, uh, but we will have all of those updates and coverage for you in the coming weeks. Stay tuned.